In the last video, I did not get through all of the mail, but when I opened it all, I kind of started sorting it because there is a lot to go through. And it was really interesting because there's kind of this category of Q&As that people sent me in the mail. So I'm going to share some of those with you now. This is a cool little night scene from Bailey, who writes, I come to you with a question that may not only shift the potential career path of what I had in mind, but other young men and women may want to take this particular field of work. Do you believe that even with the faster-than-ever advancement of technology, photojournalism will still continue to be practiced among news companies throughout the 21st century? Okay, that is a good question, and we hear constantly about how news agencies are moving towards freelance, and they are getting rid of staff photographers, and honestly, folks, that is a business-related decision and it has everything to do with money and trying to save it and very little to do with the quality or what ethics they strive to put out. Ethics may be a strong word, but you know what I mean. It is a financial decision. I do think that photojournalism is important and I think it will continue to exist. Now, if you're seriously thinking about that as a career path, I think it's like just about everything else in photography. I think it's really important to get really creative with what you want to do. There will still be successful photojournalists. You're going to have to work hard because that pool is shrinking. It's a dangerous job. It is an exotic job. It is a tough job. It's got long hours and long flights, depending on what kind of work you do. I think there will always be a demand for the men and women who do that extremely well, and I have an enormous amount of respect for them. But like most things in photography, it does become financially challenged. We are in a position right now where the world is changing really quickly and you have to be creative about what you want to do for a living and what you think you can do. I believe that the sky's the limit. You can do anything, you can't do everything, and I think you got to be really smart about what it is that you're pursuing. Hope that helps a little bit. Heads up, Sony Cybershot RX100 4 needs a cover over the lens. In my pocket, it lasted three weeks. I sent it to Sony, they fixed it. I made one any... I got a. I made my 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 Nikon cool picks five nine four zero zero and nine nine zero zero subside more than three years without cover. Jim, thanks, but let me break it down. I think you need to send this to Sony. This is from Ollie Hancock. Got a little wildlife action going on here, and the zebras they say in the UK. Ollie has a series of three questions. Number one, what is the thing you regret doing most in life? Topical. I'm being dead serious. I actually regret regretting things. Number two, what do you regret not doing the most? I am very lucky because I have a lot of things in my life that I don't regret at all. And I know that everybody's a little bit different. And what you guys don't know is there was a little bit of preamble in here to as these questions came up. But in the spirit of answering the question and what I know that was preceded by that, you know, here's the deal. Life is short. You get one shot at it. And I think, and I say this coming from somebody who is in their 40s now, that when I look back, it's like I wasted a lot of time with trying to get things perfect or waiting till the time is right. I am the kind of person that I am a little bit overly cautious about things. For instance, I had this job that I had for a long time that I quit to do this YouTube channel full time. And there was a lot of fear in that transition. And this went on for years before I actually made the decision to jump and do it. And I, you know, I was scared of maybe not making a living, of leaving a steady paycheck, of leaving a pension. I mean, who has that anymore? And now when I look back, I think in some ways I can say, well, I regret not just jumping out there and doing it sooner and trying it because I think that I probably waited about three years too long to do that. And I could have, you know, I don't get that time back, but here's my deal. 
I don't regret it because, well, I could regret it, but I don't allow myself to regret that because like I said, life is short and there's nothing I can do about the past. The only thing that we can control in our lives is the future. And you say in here that you're 16 and I realize that at 16, your point of reference uh, is probably not as great as it is when you get to be an old guy like me. But now I can look at it and see that like, there's so much more ahead of you and you've got to stick with it. And my biggest thing and my biggest advice for anybody on this, don't ever let fear get in the way. What is the worst thing that could happen? I say you jump out there, you do things and you go for it. You make mistakes, you learn from, you don't regret them. You learn, you move on and you be successful. That's my two cents. Three, have you ever considered coming to England to do a shoot or a meet and greet kind of thing? I have been to England a number of times, but I haven't been lately. And I think it's probably time to start thinking about a trip because there's a lot of things I would like to do over there and a lot of people I would like to see and meet and greet with. So stay tuned. I hope that happens sometime in the near future. I hope in the next year. Again, I should take my own advice and just do it and not regret it. And we've got some coffee samples. Dear Ted Forbes, have you ever wished you had more energy and focus to get through the day? You have no idea. Or stepped on a scale and wondered what it would take to lose a few pounds? Yes, but I'm guessing that would involve leaving this room occasionally. Anyway, this is some U-Brew samples from Danielle. And Danielle, thank you. I hope I lose weight and gain focus. Definitely can't get through all this stuff today. I've got some larger books that I want to share, so we'll do those in a separate video. However, I want to say this, and I think this is worth repeating, and I really don't think I can say this enough. I put my address in my YouTube channel, oh, probably about a year and a half ago. And I had no idea what people were going to send me. I just thought it would be interesting to see what happened. Happened. And the volume of work that I have done and I've shared with you guys, the volume of work that's come into me um, that I've been sharing over the last year and a half in videos is just simply outstanding. And I want to say, because I think this is really important, how inspirational it is for me when you guys give me that kind of feedback. Because this is a very weird job at times because I talk to a camera in my office here. And when I am in the studio, it is just me, the cats drift in and out, but it's just me and a camera and some lights. And I don't really have a sense sometimes that people actually watch or respond or are interested in that. And some of the things that I've gotten in the mail that you guys have seen clearly here uh, in the personal notes that are attached, I don't read everything because one, it would be really long. And two, sometimes people do get very personal with stuff, but it means a lot to me to get that response. And that's the kind of communication that makes doing what I do very special. And so I want to thank you guys again for that. We're going to get to some more stuff. Be patient with me. It's a lot of mail. It's stacked up. I've got a whole new thing that I'm going to be working out as we go into the summer in terms of my schedule. So I'm going to be able to get to stuff a little smoother and more timely. So anyway, lots of good stuff coming up. Um, if you haven't subscribed, do so. If you like this video, please remember to share it, hit the like button, and I will see you guys in the next video. Until then, later.